about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Let's pray this evening as we get started. Father God, we yield ourselves to you right now. We depend upon the Holy Spirit to open the eyes of our understanding. We yield ourselves. We seek your peace. We put everything aside that's maybe distracted us today or not, and we allow the Holy Spirit to have clear and free reign in our lives here this evening. We welcome it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> well, you can see what our subject is this evening, the favor of God. I have spoke with a couple of people here in the assembly, a couple of different things about this, but certainly not everything that's in our sheet this evening. Uh, and as we go through, I'll be going through and reading some things also, but you'll see how it all ties together. The favor of God is much more powerful than your resume, however great your resume is. Uh, <clears throat> I, should, I should say this also for just one second. No, I'll wait till I get to that point. Here we go. We're on a roll. God's favor is given to us to fulfill our purpose in our plan and to advance his kingdom. Now, Pastor Tom has shared many times about the purpose and plan and gifting that God places in us, and everyone has something, as he's mentioned. <clears throat> well, this is what the Holy Spirit is going to do in your life and my life. All we need to do is be willing and give him entrance. He already knows the plan. He already knows where you fit. He already knows the things that you need. And he will bring them out to you. He has a way of doing that. <clears throat> Faith is released by our what? You have to release words. Hopefully the word of God and the promise of God when you're depending on his word to do something and bring something to you. But faith is released by our words. You can't just hum it. You can't just think it. But the word. That's why it's called the word of God. Faith is released by our words. Decree, God's favor is upon me for his plan and purpose in me. That is one of the things the favor of God's going to do for us. It's going to enlighten us to God's plan and purpose for us. We'll be able to see it, understand it, and therefore walk in it. And that will enable your gift to minister to other parts of the body of Christ. It isn't all just for us and about us. It's about the plan and purpose of God and the kingdom of God. <clears throat> well, that's another thing that favor will do for us. God's favor is upon me for his plan and purposes in me. Every day, declare. Now, every day we wake up, is that correct? Yes. It appears several of you woke up this morning, so that's a good thing. <clears throat> Every day declare, I have the favor of God. It's going to 
train us, if you will, more and more to have an understanding and an expectation of the favor of God working in our lives. The favor of God is miraculous, which we'll see this evening. I mean, God's miraculous. His kingdom's miraculous. His word is miraculous. Declare I have the favor of God upon my family, my health, my business, and finances. And everything that is enlisted there that would pertain to your life, well, they just include it right in there again. But with us making that declaration, it's keeping it forefront in our minds about the kingdom of God, the word of God, and the favor of God in our lives, which you and I need. <clears throat> I know, I'll get to it later, I think. I know I needed more understanding on the favor of God without question. And that's why some circumstances worked out the way that they did. The favor of God will turn things around for good in my life, in your life when you read it. There's some things, some corrections that probably need to be made. The favor of God is well able to set the whole thing up and work it out. It's just, again, it's miraculous, as we'll see as we go on. <clears throat> when you decree, decree is exactly that. You are saying something. You're putting something out there with an expectation that something happening with it. When you decree, this sets into motion the angels going to work. The angels going to work. See Hebrews 1.14. Now would be a good time to do that. Uh, let's see. Let's <laughs> see it there, so we'll go here. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. It says, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth? They've had a decree given to them. When you speak that decree, they have an assignment. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? The angels get involved with circumstances and things in your life and my life. We have some handouts down here, if you ladies on. <clears throat> Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? The angels of God will absolutely get involved in your life and my life. We'll see some instances this evening, just a few of them because there's so many of them in there, but how the angels absolutely do that. <clears throat> God is our source. If you go to the source, you can flow with the source. That wasn't just made to rhyme. And you will see something else about that again this evening that I don't necessarily want to say right now. But when you go to the source, which is the kingdom of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, you can flow with the source. And believe me, you and I need to flow with the source. We will be much more effective. We'll be much more at peace. We'll be much more blessed. That's God's plan and purpose for our life. So we go to the source and we will flow with the source. Our God has unlimited resources. That almost puts a little stall in our thinking right there. Now, you mean unlimited? 
I mean, unlimited with a capital U. Unlimited resource. What could, what could he possibly not have? Amen. And for some strange reason, he didn't have it. He's speaking to be done anyhow. He has unlimited resources. He is not holding them back for you and I. If we are lacking them, that doesn't just mean resources in the area of finances or what, or vegetables. It means all things. Unlimited resources in health, wealth, finances. <clears throat> He's unlimited. He knows how to get you to your destiny, purpose, and plan. Again, that's about what God has placed us in the body to see and to do and to be. And when somebody's just born again, it may take them a little while to begin to see and do what even God's doing. But again, as they start understanding about the favor of God, that will enable them and aid them to do that. So this is why he does that. He has unlimited resource. He knows how to get to you, get you to your destiny and purpose with those resources. What you are believing for, God already has it prepared for you before you even ask. Now, is that amazing or what? And that is a fact. It's not just a nice little story or a slogan. Whatever it is you and I need, <clears throat> what you are believing God, what you are believing God for, He already has it prepared for you before you even ask. So it can be a quick turnaround. You don't have to wait six days for shipping. I mean, He's got it already before you even asked. Again, that is good news. That is who our God is. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I choose to trust and believe you. You are my source. That is a big decision for all of us. But I encourage us all to make that. See him as our source. That's what he wants to be in our life. He wants to, he, he's already told us he's going to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. But he wants to be our source. He wants us to come to him. Let that be the choice. And the favor of God absolutely will work that out. We believe God is our source. <clears throat> the next one may be a little challenging to some, but get up every morning with an expectancy. Now, you could expect, ah, oh, man. 15 minutes late, going to be hung up on that traffic. What a joke this is. Well, that's not the best choice, but I can see how that could happen. But don't let that happen every day, if it did. Get up every morning with an expectancy, knowing the Most High God is working in you. Is the Spirit of God in us? Yes. You must know that. Absolutely He is. And He wants to be well, no, I can't say he wants to be more available. He already is available, but he wants us, you and I, to see him as more, more available anytime for anything. <clears throat> get, up, get up with an expectancy, knowing that the Most High God is working in you. Receive this into your spirit. God will take care of you. Believe God's word. Trust him. Do you believe this evening that God can take care of you? Yeah. Now, you may have something really strange and different and maybe even bad come up in the next week or 25 years from now or whatever. But it's not going to take God by surprise. And he has an answer for that. 
it, when and we get in a situation like that, if we need help in that area, we need to call out to him. It's not a surprise. He will know exactly what to do. He'll know how to counsel you in that quiet time so this thing doesn't seem like it's all overblown. Amen. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. That, again, is what the favor of God's going to do with us and aid, aid us in. <clears throat> Allow the seed of God's word to take root in you. Allow the seed of the word of God to take root in you. If you just scattered seed out in the middle of the field, some of it may drop in the ground and come up, but that's not the best thing. I can tell you right now, right now is not a good time to be trying to put seed in the ground in Maine. They're having another slow storm. I know well about that. I was there for many, many years. <clears throat> but the seed of the word of God doesn't make any difference what the temperature is. Allow the seed of God's word to take root in you. Do not talk yourself out of it, but rather talk yourself into it. And you absolutely can do that. Talk to yourself. And when we're talking ourselves into it, we should be talking about the word of God. Put that thing down. <clears throat> Talk, speak, say, be in agreement with God's will and purpose for you. That's something each and every one of us in here can do. We have the choice to do that. We can allow him to work in our lives, give place in our lives, have an ear to hear what the Spirit says to us. That's our part. When we're willing to be in that position, in that part, that enables the favor of God to move in and help us in all areas of our life. First John chapter 1, verse 5. This one you may find a little in interesting. And you may say, what in the world is this doing in here? Well, we may get into that and share a little something with you. But let's see here. I want that off the screen. Well, I guess I have to go with that again. First John 1, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all God is light where we have our light, it came from God. It's a good thing we have in an evening in the morning or the first day or whatever. It's a good thing we have a sunrise in the morning and a sunset at night. It is important. Well, God controls all that. You notice how it doesn't get out of whack. You're going to have a sunrise tomorrow morning. I can open my phone and tell you what time it's expected to happen or whatever. But these things are all planned out. They don't ever mess up. The computer doesn't ever crash. Sunrise will be there when it's supposed to be there. <clears throat> God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Consider the speed of light. They have it written there in front of you now, but uh, 
for some strange reason, after looking this up years ago, I always thought I could remember it exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. I failed when I was trying to do it off the top of my head this time because I thought in my memory that it was <clears throat> 186,262 miles per second. Oh, no, that one's not... For, yes, miles per second. But it's actually 186,282. So light travels at 186,282 miles per second. You get caught for speeding on that one. In miles per hour, that's a second. Now, in miles per hour, wait to hear this one. It is 670 million, 616,629. At this speed, you could go around the earth seven and a half times in one second. That's much faster than the jets or space shuttles or anything else you've ever seen. But that's what light is, and God controls that light, and he has that light for you. I mean, that's, it's almost incomprehensible, isn't it? <clears throat> 670,616,629. Our Heavenly Father is awesome. All these things, he has well in control. The kingdom of God it doesn't have any up and downs. It doesn't have any coronaviruses either. It doesn't have any... <clears throat> well, we won't get into that one right now. Moving right along. <clears throat> when the devil starts telling you all bad things, remind him who your God is. Do not give him place. Speak. This is you know. We're not going to give him place to be muttering things out of our ear. We're going to choose to put our mouth in operation and we're going to speak victory, health, favor, and abundance. All of these are God's will for you and me. He wants us dearly. I was going to say desperately, but I don't think that would fit. He wants us dearly to partake of these things that he has for us. And we can do those things. And we're going to do them with our mouth. We're going to declare, decree, speak, profess the word of God. And it's going to, it's going to come to us in that, in that respect. Your words have creative power in them. Learn to use them wisely. You have creative power in you. You absolutely do. When we understand that and grasp a hold of it, even, even for somebody here that's just thinking a little bit for the first time tonight. It can grow and go on from there. It can grow. He's, he never gives up on us. Never gives up on us. Learn to use those words wisely. Page two. I'll be teaching this evening on favor. I think you understand that by now. What it is and why you need it. The favor of God, what it is and why we need it. I will decree God's favor to all attending this evening. Your part will be to believe and receive. Act on the word spoken. Have an expectation for God to show you the way. What way? 
whatever way it is you want to know more about right now, whatever way it is you need to know right now. <clears throat> Be faith and favor-minded. You right up here. It just automatically comes up. It's like a default. It's like a default. We don't have to prime the pump. It's there. And we need to school ourselves into this. Be faith and favor-minded. God is moved by our faith in him. We have to express our confidence in God along with our desires, and that moves him to cause the thing to happen. And like I said, he already has that planned anyhow. He's waiting on you and I. Just mentioning the, the decree there, we will do that at the end of our time together this evening. <clears throat> now here's a little, and I should say, I guess this is different than other classes that I've taught, meaning I don't think, I don't recall having three pages of notes for you. But this one here, I've been working on this for a while, and there's so many and several things in here that I wanted to be able to relate, or at least try to relate, that's why we have this many notes. And some of them would not necessarily be anything I was going to minister or speak about at a different time. But I will this evening for, for specific reasons. In our September classes, that would have been last September, on the Kingdom of God finances, I made a comment I never intended to say. That was absolutely not even in my notes, let alone your notes but I had no intention whatsoever of making this comment. It was not pre-planned. It just came out of my mouth from nowhere. I said, I will be a millionaire. Now, if some of you were in those classes, I can't tell you what class I said that in, because like I told you, it wasn't on my notes. But it would be on tapes or whatever. <clears throat> I said, I will be a millionaire. I then hesitated for a moment. There was a brief question in there. And then I, I just went right back and hit it again. And then I said it again. I will be a millionaire. And this is not to brag or boast. Like I said, it's a little bit different what we're, what we're sharing and talking about here this evening, but there's reasons for this. <clears throat> I said it again. I will, I will be a millionaire. I had no intention or, for, or forethought of saying or speaking that out. Yet, this is a desire and has been for a long time now. In 2021, how many know how far away that is? Not, not knocking on heaven's door. It's getting pretty close. In 2021, I will be born again for 50 years. I know it doesn't look like it, but I mean, that's a fact. <laughs> Actually, I don't have it that close to tell you the truth. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. It was either, either in July or August. It was, at a, it was at a tent meeting in Portland, Maine. And you were tent. Huh? And you were tent. I received that. You take a drink on that one. <clears throat> All right, where was I? As I was, yeah, sure. I will be born again for 50 years. Also, a tither and giver for the same amount of time. Just to say, from when I became born again, even though it's been 50 years ago, 
I've been a faithful tither and a faithful giver. And it is a blessing upon my life. <clears throat> I now know I can handle, steward, be faithful with this amount of money. A few lines back, becoming a millionaire. I know that. I have no question in my mind about that. And I just know it's a fact. Without question, I know this. I would now like to relate a little story for you. <clears throat> you said this is going from one thing to the other here. <laughs> Hang on. It'll be fun. <clears throat> if it won't be fun, well, then endure until the end to be saved. So, My dog, what's my dog's name? Pippa. 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 My dog, Pippa, was badly in need of a haircut. I have my fault. I was telling Pippa, you need to get your haircut. Would you get out there and get it done? He just cocked his head and looked at me like that. You know, what are you talking about? That was absolutely my fault. There's reasons for that, but I don't have time to get into that. So on November 13th, see, I do remember that day, Becky. <coughs> on November 13th, I called a couple of places and found one that would make an 11 a.m. appointment for me. Do we really need to know these dates and times? Well, I guess so, because it was in my heart to put them down here. Why? And these are real to me for a reason as we go on. <clears throat> so I bring them to the appointment. I bring them there, and then I go down to the Fort Pierce Marina in Farmer's Market area. I assume most of you are familiar with that. <clears throat> I decide to go into the library there. I am walking and looking around as I go. Many aisles and rows of books. Many, many, many. I see a little table with one chair. Now, this is real important, isn't it? <clears throat> I keep on walking and looking. Now I notice a longer table with two chairs. I mean, this, this guy's in the furniture, I guess. I don't know, but I notice a longer table with two chairs. I think I may go there, meaning to that longer table with two chairs. I keep on walking and looking. Now I notice a longer table with two chairs. I think I may go there. Right across from this table is another row of books. So if this is the table over here, I see it. The table's a little longer than that, a little nicer, but that's all right. So I come over, and there's another row of books right there. I probably only go into this row about, and the row's probably, I don't know, 20 to 30 feet long. I go in about six feet, and I'm looking at books. Bingo. Right there on the shelf, just about the top of my head. <clears throat> I walk down this row, and right off I see a book that interests me. It is a book by Joel Osteen. The name of the book is The Power of Favor. Have any of you ever heard of Joel Osteen? Yes. This is what the book looks like. Though you can't take this book this evening, but this is what the book looks like. Because, and I don't know if it's the only one in that library or not, to tell you the truth. But, <clears throat> but why is that book such an important thing? Why would I mention it this evening? It is something that I needed in my life. Absolutely. That's why it stood out to me. That's why, why did you, I mean, your dog's getting a heck at, what are you doing on the line, Brett? Good story, good question, don't ask me, but it's all working out, it's all fitting together, it's a blessing. <clears throat> the power of favor. I take this book over to the table and sit down and begin to read. 
immediately it has my attention and desire. I stay for about another 45 minutes, then check the book out and go and gather up my dog. Since then, I have been reading this book and looking into the Bible about favor. And there's much in there. And again, I'm saying to you without knowing it all this evening, this book, Understanding of the Favor of God, I believe is going to be part and parcel of what was just above this thing. About that when I spoke in those meetings, that I didn't, don't know why it came out about becoming a millionaire. I think it's part of that. <clears throat> Praise God. I trust you will receive from what I share tonight a desire to focus on the favor of God. I would encourage you to do that. You don't have to rush home tonight and stay up to midnight or whatever. But I'm just saying, make a place for it. Simply ask the Holy Spirit, is there anything about this favor thing for me? He can say, oh yeah. <clears throat> or whatever the case is. But I'm telling you, it will make a difference in your life. It, it is in mine, I'll say that. <clears throat> Our Heavenly Father wants all of us to receive an abundant increase of favor. The favor of God has affected many people's lives throughout the Bible and even so today. And, and I won't get into the stories because I don't have time. But this book, I mean, I haven't talked with them recently. I don't know exactly how and when he penned it. But they have seen miraculous demonstrations of favor in their ministry and in the lives of the people in their ministry. I mean, really, really something. And no, you don't have, to move, don't have to move to Houston. You want to move to Houston, that's fine. That's where God's calling you, but... <clears throat> All right. I also want to share with you this evening what has come up in my spirit recently. And this absolutely came to me, and it's written down to the best of my knowledge, that the way that came to me, and this would have been just within the last... I would say week to week and a half. <clears throat> 2021. We all know when that is. It's coming around the corner. All of what I'm about to say is speaking to you. It is speaking to Treasure Coast Victory Center. 2021 is a time and a season for the favor of God to come upon Treasure Coast Victory Center. Yes. Yes. I am decreeing that. When I say Treasure Coast Victory Center, as it says here, the place, which is where you're sitting right now, now, we might not always be in this place. Just a thought. The ministry and the people, that would be you. And the ministry and part of it may be part of you also, but we are the people here. Allow the Holy Spirit in you. He's in there. It's like Prego. It's in there. 
to open your understanding, provide him an entrance, you will not be disappointed. Trust the Spirit of God in you. Now, I have no other inkling about exactly how this is going to happen, even though I made this decree, because I'm saying that came to me specifically, and I wrote it down in this manner right here. I believe we'll see manifestations of favor in this house. And guess what? You are the people in this house right now. You are all candidates for the favor of the living God to come to pass in your life. And in the time frame that we're living in, that whatever it was in the text of something from that prophet, that was fantastic. My goodness. Woo! Man, we're on. Okay, we're moving around good. I'm going to have time. All right, let's go to uh, page three then. In times of discouragement and doubt. No, I don't know if anybody in here ever has a time of discouragement or doubt. But I would suspect it may have crossed your threshold one day or another. In times of discouragement and doubt, even fear, do not give up. That is the adversary that's trying to hinder you, trying to take you out, trying to separate you from the favor of God for the purpose and plan on your life trying to hinder in whatever area you minister to the body of Christ in. Times of discouragement and doubt and even fear, do not give up. Give God a place in your heart and in your mind. Just give him an entrance. He's all he's asking. Continue to do what you know is right. Uh oh, without complaining. And we were going pretty good there for a minute, but now you got thrown in that without complaining thing. <clears throat> I'm sure all of us, you say, well, don't go speaking for me. How do you know about me? Like I said, I'm pretty sure all of us at one time have got into complaining and bad mouthing and other things when things didn't look too good. Well, that can happen, but we don't have to live there. And we also, when things are giving us a hard time and all, we're going to continue to do what is right without complaining. And we have, I mean, who else has control over that if it's not me in my life and you in your life? We have the ability to do that. We have to depend upon the Holy Spirit because we ain't going to feel like doing it at that time. But he's right there to aid us. Do not contaminate. That's something like the virus, isn't it? Do not contaminate other people by speaking doubt and unbelief around them. You may be doubting some stuff. You may be wanting to, you know, blabber off at the mouth, whatever the case may be. But don't contaminate other people with that. Keep it to yourself. Contain it. Ideally, bring it to the Spirit of God and ask Him, show me a way to get out of this. 
Except I, I, I want to release this. I don't want to be operating in this. And he absolutely will do it. See, we're giving him entrance. And now you would like to know if somebody's going to come to your house that they're at least going to stop and knock at the door. I mean, you don't even know they were coming. But you have the choice of giving them an entrance. Now, some people may come to your house, come on in! You're glad to see them. Other people lock that door in a hurry. You know, it could be IRS or somebody. Who knows? But <clears throat> Do not contaminate other people by speaking doubt and unbelief around them. God is for you, not against you. God is never against us. We can beat ourselves up pretty bad. Or allow the adversary to do that, I should say. But God's not looking to beat us up. God's looking to bless us. God's looking to help us. God's looking to raise us up and strengthen us. He's looking for the, an opportunity to allow the favor of God to come on your life and change things. <clears throat> God is for you and not against you. Cooperate with him. Allow. Allow is a permissive term, is it not? I mean, if you was to go try to get into the White House this evening, hopefully you was invited, but if you weren't invited, they'll be checking you at the door. And more likely than not, you're not going to be allowed entrance. Well, God wants you and I to give him entrance into our lives. He's not just going to bust that door now. But all you can do is just crack at a whisker. And he'll gladly commit and meet whatever the need is and his desire for us. <clears throat> Cooperate with him. Allow the blessing of God and the favor of God to take root in you. Again, taking root. We need to embrace it. I mean, with a, when a lady is great with child and about to be delivered, so to speak, and then the, the birth is finally happens, well, they want that child. They hang on to that child. They love that child. That's a blessing, this child. And so, I mean, we've allowed them into our life and long before this particular day when it happened. But that, that's how God wants you and I to see things. Allow him. Be welcome him, want him, give him place and entrance into our life. You and I may, uh, let, me, let me change the words on that. The adversary may be trying to place thoughts in your life and probably is successful at sometimes about how bad you did this and you got that from and you blew this and blah, 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 blah. That's all he does. He never shut up. But we can shut him up. We won't allow him in. That's what our choice needs to be. We can recognize that is certainly not the Spirit of God speaking to me. That may be my head thinking about this, but that adversary placing those thoughts in there, but it's not the Spirit of God doing it. <clears throat> so we allow the blessing of God and the favor of God to take root in us. Be declaring His word and promises into your life, expecting expectation is a big thing. When you go to the restaurant and have a meal, 
and the bill comes, and you see, okay, so that and the tip, it's going to come to $56, whatever that was. And she brings you back a $20 bill. You're thinking, something happened in here, and it just ain't exactly clear. No, you're expecting, in this case, to receive the difference between $56 and the $100 bill that you gave her. You have an expectation of that. Well, God wants you and I to have an expectation about his word, about his kingdom, and this, in this evening's things, about the favor of God. He wants us to develop an expectation. <clears throat> Psalm 3.3, 3, the Lord is a shield to thee. Okay, let me see if I can find that one quickly. I had these. I'm just going to go to it then. Psalm 3, verse 3. It says, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. Psalm 3, 3. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. The word we're going to look at here is shield. <clears throat> a shield, it's a buckler, it's a protector, and it also says it's scaly like the, like the hide of a crocodile. It's a shield. You're looking for protection. Well, the armor bearers used to have a big shield on the front of them or whatever, so somebody couldn't stab them with a sword or whatever. But that's what this verse is saying, and it says, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. The Lord's our shield. I mean, they talk about a force field. Well, God's got a force field shield around you and I. If we accept that, understand that, believe that, and expect that, that's what he has for us. <clears throat> shield, buckler, and protector. The next one would be Isaiah 60. In verse 1. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 in the King James, it says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Arise and shine. I want the word glory. <clears throat> Let me take it out so you can see it. Arise and shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. That word glory has to do with weight. You know, weights can be heavy, right? You may be in the gym working with a 10-pound barbell. The other guy's got the big bar out with the heavy weights on or whatever. There's all kinds of different weights. Well, the glory of God is weighty in your life and my life. In a good sense, splendor, glorious, in honor. 
the glory of God is weighty. And in several other passages, sure, passages, <laughs> come on board, passages. In several other places in the scripture, it deals with the same thing and it comes out a little different. So, But the glory of God is weighty, heavy, weighty, heavy with favor. Heavy with favor, the favor of God. When you understand that, when you understand that you are heavy with favor, you will step into a new level of destiny. Now again, a while back we were talking about individuals in their heaven a position, having something God's ordained and wants them to walk in and do, having a gift. Well, this is weighty. This is what God has for us to do. You will step into a new level of destiny. The favor of God will do that for us. Whatever your ministry is now, whatever you, however you help, whatever it is, that can be increased. That can be easier. You can see more having to do with that. And the favor of God is one of the things that's going to help us when we go to a new level of destiny. We don't have to make that happen. In fact, you can't make it happen. God has more for you and desires for you to believe and receive. And we couldn't get by a lesson without... Yes! <laughs> Lambano! There All right, now don't just say it right off, but raise your hand if you got it. The word lamb. <laughs> We're going to the side, I think. Lambano, we use it, yeah. Lambano. All right, what would, the, what would the definition, if you will, give me your idea of the definition of what that word lambano means? She just take it, grab it, get a hold of it. There you go, Amen. good. Take and get a hold of it. Pick that sucker right up and hang on to it. Somebody else, well, I don't know about that. Well, they ain't got any lambano, that's for sure. So when you recognize God offers things to you and I, we have to be willing to receive it. Now, it's coming up shortly, but aren't kids pretty willing at Christmas time to rip those suckers open? <laughs> Give me that! In fact, they may be biting over it. Who's going to get the better one or something like that or whatever? We need to be that way in the spirit. Amen. Take and get a hold of the things that God has for us. It's not just going to automatically drop in your lap. It's going to be offered. It is offered. This evening, he's offering to us an understanding about the favor of God and what it will and can do in our lives. Our part, take it and get a hold of it. <clears throat> Thinking like God puts you in control of your life. I like this next phrase. Your faith needs to get past your mind. Your faith is in your spirit. But things work out through our mind. Spirit, soul, and body. That's part of the soul right there. And that can happen. We don't need, we don't need the soul stepping in and causing wondering and worrying or something like that, what, what this is about, what's going to happen. No, it's the favor of God that's doing it. Your faith, needs to, your faith needs to get past your mind. Now on the bottom here, we're going to look at just a few of these. Uh, 
But I found this interesting also and something you can use. The word favor is found in the Old Testament 64 times. And for those of you who use like, a, like I have a, a Bible program on here, and when I first went to look this word up, I put it in there, F-A-V-O-R. And it comes back, nothing. What are you talking about nothing? I got the thing open right here because it's in there. Well, what's that? It's spelled F-A-V-O-U-R. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo, it's exactly the way it's spelled. All right, praise God, hallelujah, 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 glory to God, favor of God in January, come on down, <laughs> favor found in the Old Testament 64 times, in the New Testament how many times, six, little difference, little difference. But when we look in, well, we're not going to this evening, but when you look into a lot of the verses and demonstrations of the favor of God in the Old Testament, you'd see why and what's different to what I in the New Testament. But the favor of God still exists. He still has it for us, absolutely. So we'll just look at that. Uh, we'll just look at two from both of them. Let's go to Genesis 39:21 first, and I might alter that. No, this is fine. I'm going to be going with this one. Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Well, how in the world? I can see God being able to give him favor. How's God going to pull this one off, giving him favor with the keeper of the prison? No problem for God. He'll work it all out. And so that's what happened in that instance. If we went and read the scriptures all around this, no, that's what happened. But the Spirit of God intervened. But the Lord was with Joseph, even though he's in prison. God's not afraid to go to prisons. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And that makes things go much better. Now let's tie this in. This all had to do <clears throat> with Joseph and what his call and destiny and purpose was. And we can see how the favor of God intertwines with that. All right, let's go for one more in the Old Testament. Let's go to Exodus. I know in my notes there, I, I say Exodus 3.21, and we will go to that, but I really want us to look at from verses 19 to 22. So Exodus chapter 3. It's in the Old Testament, right? Okay. And I want us to go from 19. And there's much more here we could read. And we're doing just about all right on time. But we'll go with this. Exodus chapter 3, we're going to go from verses 19 to 22. And I am sure 
that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. Who's saying all this? This is God himself relating it through the prophet. That's how we got it. But this is what's going to happen. And he's given them this, this voice and this word ahead of time. <clears throat> 21. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when ye go, you shall not go empty. But every woman, listen up now, woman. You're going to do this. Every woman shall borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver, jewels of gold, and raiment. And ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and ye shall spoil the Egyptians. God is the one that declared this. The favor of, the, favor of God is what brought it to pass. He dictated and laid that whole thing. Guess what? God's got favor for you. He may have something to do with some jewels, whatever. I don't know. Praise God, whatever your heart's desire is, whatever he's, however that gifting and purpose for you needs and is going to work out in this, we'll see this happening more and more. Our place, our position, isn't just come sit in the pew. We don't even have pews. <clears throat> Maybe that's a good thing. <clears throat> All right. Uh, all right. I'm closing time. So let's go. Let's jump down to the New Testament now then. But again, we're looking at the favor of God, instances of it. And we're going to go to Luke chapter 1. My note says verse 30. We'll go to 30. We're going to bring a little longer passage here, but you'll, you'll like it when we do. We're going to go from Luke chapter 1. We're going to go from 26 to 38. Luke 1, 26. The heading on your, this part of your Bible may say, The Birth of Jesus Foretold. Jesus is having a birthday coming right up, isn't he? Yeah. I see on the board out there somebody else is having a birthday. But we won't say much about that right now. So. <clears throat> Luke one twenty six, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel. We have an angel involved. The angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for us who are heirs of salvation. The angels will get involved with the favor of God in your life. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, 
The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at that saying. And cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. I mean, here comes this angel for number one. Talk about an unexpected guest. An angel shows up with all their ability and power. And he says, Thou art highly favored, and blessed art thou among women. So she cast in her mind about that one. And the angel said unto her, verse 30, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. You see how the favor of God is tied into the story and the depiction about how Jesus even got here. Glory to God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. <clears throat> and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Kingdom's still here, right? Kingdom's right here in Fort Pierce, right here in Treasure Coast Victory Center, the kingdom of God. <clears throat> then said Mary unto the angel, well, now she's settled down a little bit because she's going to have a conversation with this angel. Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. She's got a lot to swallow tonight on this, don't she? I mean, you know, she's talking to an angel, and this kid's going to be the son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, he's bringing neighbors in. She hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Where in the world is this angel getting all these details? They don't even have computers then, did they? No. No, and didn't need them. <clears throat> For with God nothing... Well, I missed that. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Are you with God? You absolutely are with God. You're in the kingdom of Almighty God. And with Him, there's nothing impossible. Absolutely nothing, as bad as it may look. Shut up. I'll say when we're going to stop. All right. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Got his job done. She is now going to accept this assignment, so to speak. In the favor of God is going to cause this whole thing to come to pass. One more. Acts chapter 7. The book of Acts. 
Acts chapter 7. And I say verse 10. We're actually going to go from 9 to 10. Acts chapter 7, going from verse 9. And the patriarchs, moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt. But God was with him. And delivered him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. So he was in Egypt in a different location, but the Spirit of God has not forgotten him. The plan of God, his purpose in the body of Christ, so to speak, has to be worked out. His destiny and the favor of God is what's going to help cause that thing to come to pass. I suggest to you the favor of God as you yield yourself, as you take root, as you give entrance. The favor of God is going to work out the destiny that God has for you. And guess what? It's going to be good. Now, don't worry. He might not be asking you to be impregnated. There's a few stories in there, but that may not be your calling right now. But I'll tell you what, it does have to do with the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Well, do you have at least a little bit more understanding of the favor of God? Now, I encourage you to hang on to those pages and notes and look at them more than once. Just allow the Spirit of God to show you. He may, he'd probably show you things that I didn't even bring up or touch this evening. But he has something to you. All he needs to do is for us to be willing. Just be willing. All right. I'm going to make a decree this evening. Over everybody in the sound of my voice, and even those that can't hear me right now. Father God, I thank you for the opportunity to join with the body of Christ here at Treasure Coast Victory Center this evening. I thank you for the direction that the Holy Spirit has given me and placed me in, especially with this particular subject this evening on the favor of God. And I decree this evening that the favor of God will manifest on Treasure Coast Victory Center in all areas, in ministry, in finances, in wisdom, your purpose and plan for this functioning part of the body of Christ right here. I declare your favor to come upon everybody in this house. Whatever position and extent that they're at right now, you know exactly what that is. You know exactly what you want to do for them and with them. And I decree this evening that as we yield ourselves to this word, as we yield ourselves to the Spirit of God, who, by, who is by way, he is the head of this church. We yield ourselves to him, spirit, soul, and body. So we thank you for that which we've asked and decreed this evening. 
And we do have an expectation that we will see manifestations of this come to pass in this house in the near future. And if you receive that, say amen. amen. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.